Delano's Top of the Week. I'm joined by Duncan Roberts in the studio from Delano for their Top of the Week. Good morning, Duncan. How's it going? Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm very good. Happy Valentine's. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, so every every week on a Monday, we have Delano in the studio and we go over a topic that's uh, in the news, making the headlines, and we look at some events that are coming up in Luxembourg. And then there's always a personal pick from whoever is in that week. Uh, this week, I believe we're talking about the new American ambassador that we have in Luxembourg. Is that yeah, right? Mr. Mr. Tom Barrett last Thursday presented his credentials to the Grand Duke, uh, to Grand Duke Henry. Um, he actually arrived a few weeks before that. It's normal for them to have to wait a bit because they do a bunch of ambassadors all at once. Um, all right. So this there. was five ambassadors were accredited, but the other four are all based in Brussels, as a lot of the ambassadors to Luxembourg are all right, from some that. of the you know other countries outside mm. the EU, but some EU countries as well. So Tom Barrett, yeah, he's arrived. He was nominated last August by President Joe Biden. Joe Biden. He's um, he was the mayor of Milwaukee in Wisconsin, um, and he was he was elected first as mayor in 2004. So he was the longest running mayor of a sort of major US city uh, at the time. Um, he's done a lot for sort of sustainability in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. Uh, he, he actually built, or he didn't build it himself, obviously, but he <laughs> <laughs> launched the project to, to actually build a tram in Milwaukee. So okay. I think uh, when we did an interview, well, Natalie and Cordler, Cordler, who's familiar to readers here, uh, listeners. Listeners, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I always say Louis. Um They interviewed him last Friday, and we're going to publish this interview uh, tomorrow. Okay. It'll be the first major media interview that he's done in Luxembourg. Right. Um, and they were saying how, how pleased he was that there was this tram just out, basically just outside his door because he lives in Limpertsburg. So All right. Can walk so you can to take the, it to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd noticed uh, in the kind of preview piece that you had on Delano uh, that he'd said that he was he'd had experience of Luxembourg's relationship with the USA through his home state of Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, what's the connection between Luxembourg? and Wisconsin? Well, Wisconsin was where lots of the emigrants who emigrated from Luxembourg in right, the okay. 19th century, where they settled. Um, there's even a, a Luxembourg cultural center in Wisconsin. Um, there's a town called Luxembourg oh, right. in, in Wisconsin as oh, well. Wow. There's a town called Belgium. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was a, a lot of the Germans, um, Scandinavians and, and North Europeans settled in Wisconsin and around that area in the, in the North Midwest. Okay. Um, Milwaukee, of course, is famous as a, a brewing city. So right. yeah. <laughs> a lot of the Germans brought over their brewing knowledge. Um, I thought it was quite a random jump from Milwaukee to Luxembourg, but I guess it makes sense with that connection. Then. Yeah, that, that connection makes sense. And also, um, we published an article last week, uh, Natalie did it, about this program called Generator, with an eight instead of ATA, um, which is a sort of startup program that's, lo- that's based in Wisconsin, in three cities in Wisconsin. And they're coming over this month to to talk to luxembourg companies who might be interested in setting up in this in this startup hub in in wisconsin so that's another connection mm-hmm. um, and actually tom barrett has a family connection to the generator program oh, right, so okay yeah it, there's lots of connections i mean luxembourg uh, ambassadors to to luxembourg and to a lot of other cities around europe are always political appointees Mm-hmm. Uh, from the United States. So it's always the president who nominates them and it's generally people who have helped to his ele- you know, contribute to his election campaign either financially or through support. So mm-hmm. Tom Barrett is obviously a big Joe Biden supporter. He's a Democrat. Yes. Um, so he was nominated and the nomination process takes a long time. They have to go through this, a, a Senate nomination process, um, which generally is smooth sailing. It was in Tom Barrett's case. 
Um, but obviously it takes a long time. It's a year since the last ambassador, Randy Evans, left. He left on yeah. the day that Joe Biden was inaugurated so or is just there, before. Is there a new ambassador um, nominated every time a new president comes in? Every time there's a change of party. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, so the previous one uh, left before Randy Evans, he left the day that Donald Trump was inaugurated, for example. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So that's why the United States sometimes has six months or even longer without a, 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 a fully accredited ambassador here. They always have a charge d'affaires who's in charge of the embassy, right. but yeah. sometimes they I don't have a fully time accredited. Once, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, what's, what's on his agenda? What are his priorities going to be? Well... His priorities are the continuation of the space program. Luxembourg um, is part of the Artemis program, which is uh, this mission to return humans to the moon by 2025, which seems quite ambitious. But right. Okay. <laughs> um, there's also, I mean, and the rest of the space sector here is also quite interesting. There's lots of startups here, many of whom then go to Denver in Colorado, which has become the sort of space hub in, in, in the United States. Um, NATO, of course, is a big, big thing here. Um, Luxembourg is a founding member of NATO, and we have the NATO uh, Support and Procurement Agency here, which is like down in towards Bettenburg, um, Mama. It's um, it's a basically a, a big warehouse uh, where they they store vehicles, tanks, all sorts of right. other you know NATO uh, hardware. Yeah. Um, and then dispatch it to wherever NATO needs it. Um, but they're also building a, a training environment for cybersecurity because cybersecurity is a big, obviously a big thing happening yeah. now. Um, Tom Barrett, in the interview off the record, talked about talked about this. Okay. Um, but we asked him, or Natalie and Cordler asked him about his geopolitical priorities for the United States. What are the top three? And he said. Uh, Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine, Russia. So <laughs> those are the top three priorities, yeah, and we'll okay. see. I mean, there's all this talk of an invasion happening on Wednesday. We'll see what happens there. Um, what else? He's talking about sustainability a lot, of climate change, um, fintech. Yeah, so there's a lot, a lot on his program. Um, he's interested, of course, like a lot of the ambassadors are in discovering the country and going to visit schools, especially. Um, the United States Embassy here has a lot of programs that help uh, schools. Um, they have a sort of startup program for young kids who are interested in startups. They have an exchange program for university students and for journalists as well. So there's a lot of education, mm -hmm. education uh, stuff on the program as well. Okay. Um, and I noticed also that you um, mentioned that we've actually had some pretty colorful uh, past American ambassadors in Luxembourg, which I didn't know about. Um, yeah, it's it's strange. Um, I mean, the the very first ambassador to Luxembourg after the war was this woman named Perla Mester, mm -hmm. who was a sort of New York socialite. She was named known as the hostess with the mostess. That's where the actual phrase that phrase comes from. <laughs> That's from crazy. Her. You hear that everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and so she arrived, and she was very. She carried on being a socialite here. She invited all the mayors to the embassy. She helped through parties, um, and Irving Berlin, the famous writer who whose home is now actually the Luxembourg Cultural Center in New York. Right. Um, he, he wrote a musical about her, called, and it was called Call Me Madam. And it's about her time in Luxembourg, although in the musical her name has changed and the name of Luxembourg has changed. It's Lichtenberg in the, in the musical, but it's all about these Americans, you know, diplomats um, in this quaint European country. It was set in the 1950s. So it's quite, quite interesting. Ethel Merman plays Perla Mester. Um, so it's, yeah. Then there's a film. There's a yeah. film of it, okay. yeah, and there's a, actually a documentary made by uh, Paul Lesh, who's the head of the CNA now, 
about the making of the film. So it's called Call Her Madam, so set from the Luxembourg perspective. Um, in 1996 as well, we had uh, James Hormel, who was the first openly gay U.S. ambassador ever appointed to anywhere in the world. He came to Luxembourg. Right. Um, I was running a magazine at the time called Luxembourg News, and we just launched our sort of internet platform, and we got so many abusive messages. Oh, really? A lot from the States, I think, okay. um, on our, you know, yeah. uh, saying, terrible. oh, we thought Luxembourg was a Catholic country. How dare oh, you God. They appoint a, you know, a gay ambassador? Yeah. It was really quite horrible. Nasty, yeah. um, Anne Wagner, who was here from 2005 to 2009, she's now a representative in the House for Missouri um, and a big Trump fan. There's, a, there's lots of, sort of video clips of Trump surrounded by female senators and, or, or representatives as well, and she's always at the for, forefront. Um, and before her, oh no, after her, Barack Obama's first appointment was actually a woman, an American Californian businesswoman called Cynthia Strom. But she left under a bit of a cloud because the U.S. State Department launched an investigation into her because um, she had been sort of abusing, spending money that she shouldn't have been spending right. on. They cited a mattress, which seems a bit weird, <laughs> <Okay>. but also <laughs> also unwarranted uh, refurbishment of the of the residency and, and too much on wine and liquor, apparently. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So there have been some colourful colourful uh, US ambassadors in the past. Okay. And you have an interview with um, with the new ambassador that's going to be uh, going on Delano tomorrow? It'll be it? published uh, tomorrow in the, yeah, tomorrow okay. in, the, in the lunchtime newsletter we'll have the first Okay. And so people can him. head to delano.au yeah. to read more. Find about, out all about him and yeah. his programme. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, we're going to go to a track now and then when we come back we'll have uh, some of the events that you've picked out for our listeners to look forward to this week. It's New Order and Bizarre Love Triangle. We are back in the studio with Duncan Roberts from Delano for their top of the week. And we're now going to go through some events that you've earmarked for listeners to uh, check out this week. Yeah, uh, coming up tomorrow on the 15th of February, um, the British Chamber is holding a Brexit talk. It's just this topic that never, <laughs> it's a never ending topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's looking at the impact of Brexit for businesses that import and export from Luxembourg to the UK. Um, two, two important speakers, we've got David Barrier, who's the head of research at the British Chambers of Commerce, um, so that's the global organisation, and Liam Smith, who's the managing director of Chamber Customs and director of trade facilitation at the British Chambers of Commerce. So this is an online event um, okay. with these two important speakers from the UK. Uh, so check out bcc.lu for that. Um, then on Thursday, six, uh, Wednesday, sorry, 16th of February, we've got Sam Amidon at the Good of Ellen. Mm. Um, he's described as a singer, singer, fiddler, banjoist, guitarist um, from Vermont. He's recorded with the likes of Bon, I- bon Iver, uh, Emily Harris, uh, Tune Yards, and his wife is Beth Orton. So yeah. that could be interesting. And that's being supported by a local group, First Moat, which features um, the drummer, singer, drummer from. Um, Damn, I've forgotten the name. <laughs> Autumn Sweater. Sorry. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Sorry, Christoph. Um, so good, check out thegoodofellen.lu for that. And then lastly, until the 24th of February, the Cinematheque, which is one of my favourite places in Luxembourg, um, is hosting a season of dance films. So films related to dance. So they've got The Red Shoes, which is a classic, um, Billy Elliot, 
uh, Strictly Ballroom and Gaspar Noe's Climax. I don't know if anybody's seen this. Gaspar Noe is... Yeah, I've seen that one. Seen yeah, that. It's, 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 it's a bit mad. Yeah, it's pretty pretty shocking, but it's, <laughs> but a, great, it's a great It's so film. well filmed. Yeah. Um, so it's made. about a dance troupe and they're yeah. celebrating and then somebody spikes their drinks and all sorts of weird stuff happens. Yeah. Um, it gets a bit horrific. So, yeah, it, can, it does get a bit horrific as well, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, check out cinematech.lu for that. Okay, and great. All, all those events are on our, on our agenda as well. Yeah, people can head to delano.lu to find yeah. everything in the agenda there. Finally, we've got a personal pick, and I think you've picked out a track for us this week. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's Valentine's. Um, I just started listening to Andy Bell's new album called Flicker. Andy Bell was the, the guitarist in Ride and later in Oasis. Right. So he's brought out this solo album called Flicker, um, and this track is called Something Like Love because it's Valentine's Day and I'm feeling soppy and ha- happy Valentine's Natalie. <laughs> right, well, that's coming up right now. Uh, thank you very much for coming in to join us today. Uh, this interview will be posted to our website uh, after the show and we'll have you or one of your colleagues in next week to, for another Top of the Week. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks Tom. very much. Have See you next day. time. Yeah, cheers.